Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's never-forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shoulder to shoulder, shields high. Welcome to the Buck Sexton Show. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Wednesday, October 26th edition of the program. We've got big debates that happened just last night with massive implications for the Midterm election, we have at the top of the list the Fetterman-Oz train wreck for Fetterman. I mean, it was uncomfortable to watch. The guy shouldn't be up there. The libs are utterly ruthless, do not care about the fact that they have put forward somebody who is not capable of doing this job. It's not something that is going to be able to get it done at all um, for the Democrats. And then you also have... The Hochul-Zeldin debate that was fascinating. COVID, a major issue. Crime, a major issue. We'll break that one down for you. And Gretchen Whitmer tells what could be the the single biggest lie I have heard in this entire election cycle. I mean, really the most crazy, the most mendacious moment, the biggest lie told 
from Gretchen Whitmer, who is absolutely atrocious. And hopefully Tudor Dixon can defeat her as she did defeat her in the debate. We'll get to that in a moment. But are you protected online right now? Do you have anybody watching out for you? Your information's out there. The bad guys will use it and do everything in their power to exploit any information that they have, take out loans, credit cards. And you know how they get it? Big data breaches, cyber hackers. So even if you think your stuff is secure, it's not. It's why you need somebody watching out for you. After all, $14 billion, $14 billion were stolen from cyber theft uh, or identity theft victims, rather, through cyber theft last year alone. you got to protect yourself online. Norton by LifeLock makes it easy to help protect yourself by monitoring your identity and alerting you to threats you could miss on your own. And if you become a victim of identity theft, a U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will be dedicated to your case and work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. Save up a 25% off your first year by going to LifeLock.com slash buck. That's LifeLock.com slash B-U-C-K for 25% off. LifeLock.com slash buck. Go check it out today. All right, the Fetterman-Oz debate. We have to talk about this. It was crazy. Crazy that they put this guy up there. It was like watching a massive pile up on the highway in slow motion. It was a train coming off the tracks and the cars are starting to tumble and burst into fireballs and heading towards a barn and animals are running everywhere and dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. That's how bad it was as a debate. I mean, I mean this. It was absolutely. I've never seen anything like no one's ever seen anything like this because this is. Not supposed to happen. They're not supposed to put somebody. Okay, let let me put it this way. The guy comes out, Fetterman, all right, and put aside, you know, that he's, okay, yeah, I'm wearing a hoodie. He wears hoodies all the time, but I'm doing a radio show. I'm not trying to be a United States senator. The guy comes out, and the first thing that he says shows his cognition inability, shows that he is confused. Play clip one. You're running for a seat that could decide the balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. He's running to use Pennsylvania. Okay. Hi. Good night, everybody. It would have been better for him, honestly, if he had just walked off stage at that point. So in a sense, maybe there was some instinct that he had. That was the correct one, which would be to just not debate. Don't do it. Don't get this thing. Uh, don't 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 go through with this thing when it's just going to result in the massive slide in the polls and the betting markets against Fetterman that happened as a result of this. Um, and l- let me just take you through some of these moments because this isn't a minor thing. This isn't just about one candidate who's obviously still recovering from a very serious medical issue. And, of course, we're all sympathetic to the medical issue. We hope that Fetterman gets well. But the guy can't be a United States senator. It's very clear. It's very apparent. And the lib media was hiding this from people. The lib media was dishonest about this for months. For months. And if you if you want an example of this, um, there was the uh, reporter who recently sat down with Fetterman and said, you know, he seemed 
off camera even more confused. And the the blue check journos, the Democrat libs, were all saying she needs to apologize. That's terrible. How could she do that? And and then there were others that came forward. Well, I spoke to Fetterman and he seems sharp as attack. I spoke to him and he's doing just great. You know, you speak to him and he's totally normal, totally fine. Anyone who said that in the last two weeks is such a liar that you cannot think, you cannot assume that they have even a shred of integrity or credibility on anything. If they would lie about something so obviously untrue, they'll lie to you about absolutely any subject. It does not matter. And we kind of saw that also with someone like Gretchen Whitmer, who's lying about school shutdowns. But let me just take you through for a moment here. Some of the different parts of uh, of Fetterman's on-stage collapse last night, uh, verbal combustion, if you will. Here he is on his support of fracking, which on the policy level, just understand, that's a newfound thing for him. He used to be Mr. Anti-Fracking. Now he says, oh, I never was anti-fracking. Totally lying. But listen to how he explains himself. Play You're two. saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh, uh, I, I, I do support fracking. And I don't, I don't, I support fracking. And I stand and I do support fracking. I support fracking, and I support fracking, and fracking is the thing I support for my support of fracking. Guy wants to be a senator, thinks he'd be a better choice than Dr. Mehmet Oz. Yeah. Um, Here he is speaking about what he said. He meant vocational schools. He called them vocational schools. Play clip four. I think it's no, it's it's just the same the way that university for degrees as well too, supporting that and partnering with the the unions and making sure that vocation training are is 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 uh, is affordable and providing the resources to make sure everyone has the opportunity. Going to college isn't the right choice for for every person, you know. But going to those kind of vocational schools, being able to create a career to to weigh, to excuse me to wane. Uh, reach a lot of a uh, high salary and again supporting to reduce those costs are critical too. And then the guy just can't speak folks. The blue check libs will lie about anything so that their team, team Democrat, the left wing can stay in power. They'll convince themselves that even when they're lying, they're doing the right thing because a lie to keep Democrats in power isn't really a lie. These are the people who are lecturing you about Trump lies, Trump lies for for years, remember that? He had told 54,312 lies. We're keeping track. And now what are they doing? They're lying to you about the most basic, most most uh, obvious facts. It's it's really insane. Um, even MSNBC hack Joe Scarborough was like, look, this is, it's obvious this guy can't really do this. Play seven. And you had, of course, Fetterman, who's, who's struggling. He's struggling with the effects of a stroke that uh, he suffered in May. And, you know, I said, it's, it's very obvious that he is impaired. His ability to communicate is impaired. Uh, and, and the question is, uh, you, you, you now Pennsylvania voters have a couple of choices. Right. The choice is Dr. Oz. We all know that. We all understand what's going on here. Um, and 
it was hard to watch what what they put us through last night. Anybody, I watched the debate live. You felt, on the one hand, this basic human impulse to say, gosh, man, it's rough for this guy Fetterman. He is not okay. This is really serious. But on the other hand, the people that I have the most disdain for are the, the absolutely ruthless journos for whom this is just an opportunity to see if they can get away with it again. You know, their victory for Joe Biden, I think it made them believe that they could make anyone president, even someone who's senile, has dementia, even somebody who's a total cognitive uh, train wreck. They figured it doesn't matter. doesn't matter if he's in mental deterioration. We could make him president. And look what they did with, with Joe Biden. But now with Fetterman, because Biden at least can kind of fake it, you know, he's been saying the same stuff, the same talking points for so long. He's almost like a robot. But on the other side of this, I think it's very clear that Fetterman is not able to pull this off, will not be able to convince the voters that he's OK, that he can do the job. Now, there will be and I, I want to note this for you as well. There will be a lot of Democrats who vote for Fetterman and millions of them vote for Fetterman anyway. They don't care. They don't care. They would vote for a turnip as long as they thought that vote would translate into power for the Democrat Party. They would vote for the wooden leg of a stool if it meant there would be more Democrat power at the end. It doesn't anything about leadership, character, thought processes, any of that for them is a total and complete waste of time. They just don't care. That's why they're also probably going to be okay with voting for Kathy Hochul, who is, uh, I think, among the dumbest politicians in America. Lee Zeldin just cleaned her clock last night. I mean, absolutely took her to task. And here, for example, what better indicator of how a state's doing can you have than are people moving to your state or leaving your state? The the state that is leading right now in people leaving, fleeing the state, is New York. Lee Zeldin pointed this out. Play clip 10. For me, you ask me, why does New York lead the entire nation in population loss? Because their wallets, their safety, their freedom, and their quality of their kids' education are under attack. So they're hitting their breaking point. They're looking at other states like the Carolinas, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and elsewhere. And they feel like their money will go further, they'll feel safer, and they'll live life freer. The state is at a crossroads. We were at a crossroads in 1994 when New York elected George Pataki. And we're at a crossroads right now. But as far as what happens with Kathy Hochul and one-party rule for four more years, outsized power of self-described socialists, we need balance and common sense restored to Albany. Yes. The descent into despair for New York State, the Empire State, my home state, that needs to stop. And it will not stop with the current leadership. It will not stop with Democrats in charge. They simply can't do it. Uh, they can't admit that they've been wrong this whole time. Because to admit that they've been wrong would also at some level be to admit that they caused all this damage. A lot of people have been hurt, attacked, lives lost. A lot of really bad things have happened as a result of the cashless bail policy, for example. As a result of the prison reform efforts of the Democrats in the New York State Legislature and in New York City, of progressive Soros-backed prosecutors who think that 50 times arrested, 100 times arrested, no big deal, just go back out there on the streets, let's see how you do this time. Maybe you'll stop at 101. A lot of people have suffered unnecessarily because of the moronic ideas of Democrats like Kathy Hochul, 
And this is where we go to the crime issue, which is a huge driver in the New York election, as it should be. And what do Democrats talk when it comes to crime? What do Democrats talk about? What is the one thing they're always guns? We've got to get the guns. First of all, the laws they pass do not do a thing to stop your average gangbanger, your average, uh, you know, domestic terrorist, bank robber, you name it. Doesn't do a thing to stop them. Oh, they say it's a gun free zone in Times Square. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, the evildoers who would use their guns illegally in a place like Times Square, they'd be like, well, I say it's illegal to carry a gun there. It's so dumb, it's hard to fathom how they could see it in any other way. But also, what about all the crimes that are happening, the violent crime that's happening? It's nothing to do with guns. It's because there are criminals roaming the streets. There are criminals that Democrats coddle and refuse to hold accountable for their actions. Well, because, first of all, criminals vote Democrat. We know that. Here is Lee Zeldin saying that crimes go beyond just even those committed with guns. Eleven. Play click, uh, play clip 11. Kathy Hochul believes yeah. that the only crimes that are being committed are these crimes with guns. And you, you have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Go talk to the Asian American community and how it's impact them with the loss of lives. Jewish people targeted with raw, violent anti-Semitism on our streets. It just happened yet again. We need to be talking about all of these other crimes, but instead, Kathy Hochul's too busy patting herself on the back. Job well done. No, actually. Actually, right now, there should be a special session. The state legislature should come back and they should overhaul Castle's bail and these other pro-criminal laws with zero tolerance. But they're saying, elect me. She says, elect me. And then you'll find out where maybe I'll stand on this issue in January. Yep. She's had her chance and she failed. She had her chance to show that she was breaking from the Democrat Party, but she doesn't have it in her. Doesn't want to do things that make the miserable, anxiety-riddled wine moms of the Democrat Party uh, and the various identity politics groups and the, you know, and the union bosses, teachers unions doesn't want to upset them on anything. Doesn't want to do anything that might make the Democrat Party apparatus say, hold on a second. She's not just towing the line. And so it will not get better. But among the things that were most unacceptable of all, Kathy Hochul fired as a chief executive of New York State, thousands of people were fired, Healthcare workers who were battling COVID on the front lines. Remember all that stuff? We used to clap pots and pans together in New York City. Yay for our first responders. Then they got fired if they didn't get the shot later on, the shot they didn't need that doesn't work. Here is Kathy Hochul saying, yeah, not only was it the right thing to have those people fired, she would do it again. Uh, 14. You've been an election denier a climate change denier, you and Donald Trump were the masterful COVID deniers. We are dealing with a real crisis. And the more people get vaccinated, get those shots in arms, and I would do it all over again what I did last year, that mandate for health care workers. Mandate for health care workers. She would do it all over again. Absolutely appalling. Shameful. She's wrong, and she's authoritarian. It's thuggish what she did disgusting ruin people's careers for what reason for no good reason but she's a lib they don't care they had the power they used the power that's all that concerns them then there's gretchen whitmer in michigan she debated tudor dixon tudor dixon's a great candidate i hope she wins 
is doing a really strong job making this a close race. But Gretchen Whitmer knows she was the lockdown queen. She was Fauci's favorite female disciple. Gretchen Whitmer had a little pillow with my face, with Fauci's face behind her during the the cable news hits to show how much she cared about the science. Well, Gretchen Whitmer knows that didn't work out the way she said it would. And now she's telling everybody, oh, locking down schools? I didn't do that except for three months in 2020. I, did, I didn't lock down schools again. Liar. Play 15. Mrs. Dixon says that I kept students out longer than any other state. That's just not true. I worked closely with my Republican and Democratic governors, and kids were out for three months. That's a lie. I've heard from Michigan teachers. You go back and Google it yourself. It's a lie. They had schools locked down for months and months and months. The 2021 school year ruined for a lot of kids. 2020 and 2021 ruined. Disgusting. Disgraceful. This is what she did. This is what she did. Now she lies to you about it. You know why? Because she doesn't want to be held accountable. Common theme with these Democrats. These libs are all, oh, I know it's right for you. I've got all the power to do it, too, so shut up. And then you say, well, it's a disaster. You were wrong about everything. They say, oh, I didn't do that. Vote for me. That is the pitch of the Democrats. Hide from debates. And if they don't, they get crushed in debates. Never before in my lifetime has, has the Democrat Party deserved electoral annihilation as richly as it does right now. And God, I hope this red wave just absolutely crushes the Libs' hopes and dreams. I really do. Talk to you tomorrow. Shields high. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.